Judging nerd culture. I'm Jess. And I'm Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> and that was probably very unpleasant. <laughs> uh, what's good, nerds? We're going to be talking today about Loki. And I just realized the last four episodes in a row, or including this one, all oh, Disney. <laughs> We've been a real Disney month. Disney owns everything. Disney owns a third <sighs> of everything. They own right. everything. So, uh, yeah, the, I guess July was just Disney. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, but today we're talking about Loki. Uh, we just finished watching the, the series, mm-hmm. the series finale, or no, season finale, because they are coming yep. out with a season two already confirmed. Uh, we'll probably get around to talking about, you know, the other ones, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and, uh, WandaVision. Uh, but since we just finished this one and it's a little fresh in our minds, let's, uh, let's chit chat about how we feel about this one. Also, uh, just a quick little things I heard this week, uh, which is actually still the same week, but who gives a shit as the last episode. Uh, there's evidence that there was water on Mars, solid, uh, geological evidence of, uh, quantities of very salty water, which is cool. It, uh, points towards a chance that there could have been life there. Nice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Back to less, you know, back to dumber nerd shit. (laughs) Let's talk about Loki. (laughs) Yeah, because that's, you know, smarter nerd nerd stuff. Still nerd stuff, just like. (laughs) Just more boring. (laughs) Way more boring. No, plants are cool. Um, Yeah, so we watched Loki. Um, It was very good, really fun. Um, Kinda wished they would have went in a different direction with um, Loki, with how he realizes. I don't know. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. So okay. I don't even know how to express <laughs> my thoughts. So a quick, a quick rundown of the the. I don't know. Show. The show. show? <laughs> yeah, the Disney TV show on the Disney on Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, the show is about Loki, but it is specifically the Loki from the Endgame Avengers movie. Is it Endgame? That's uh, it, no, not Endgame. It's the one where they go it's, through time. Yes, but it's right after New York. Yeah, but, okay. That's not Endgame. Endgame is Thanos. I, I, it's the Loki from uh, Avengers, <laughs> the first Avengers movie. I know. What I'm saying is... Uh, it's a Loki right after the first Avengers movie uh, that we see in the Endgame movie when they're going through time. Oh, yeah. Because he gets his stuff stolen and he escapes. Yeah, this is the in-between. Yes. Uh, because this Loki, unlike the other one who was taken back to Asgard by Thor, uh, because of the time travel shenanigans of the Avengers, this Loki became a variant which is uh, a loki or whoever who decides to not do what they're supposed to in the timeline mm-hmm. and that could be anything that could be literally um i don't know instead of becoming a teacher deciding i'm gonna become a doctor or like instead of uh, 
taking a left that day to get to work, you take a right. Like, that's a variant because that's making a new outcome of events, and so another branch, another universe. So, yeah. A whole other timeline sprouts out from every decision. And you know what? According to uh, the TVA, the time something something, whatever, uh, that's bad. <laughs> and this show basically is just Loki, the... Uh, the, the 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 variant Loki that we mentioned, exploring uh, ways to get away from them and not uh, get what do they call it pruned by the TVA because he gets he gets immediately captured as he uh, becomes a variant and taken to their weirdly sixties inspired seventies inspired yeah, office. Yeah, I don't know. It just it's a weird. It's old. Yeah, like it's kind of old aesthetic but also futuristic in a weird way it's like what someone in the 50s would think the future looked like kind of yeah it's kind of outer worldsy kind of a fallout future tech Mm -hmm. from the past uh and he gets taken there and immediately roped into a weird time traveling adventure where the TVA gets rid of entire timelines, d- r- removes them from existence in order to maintain a primary timeline, a, a, a prime time mm-hmm. timeline. And uh, Loki gets roped into chasing down another variant because uh, they've been having a lot of trouble for quite some time with a different Loki variant. And they figured, at least Owen Wilson figured, you know who's a, a great person to help us catch Loki? Loki! So, gets them involved, and uh, obviously the first thing that uh, we need to remember <laughs> about Loki, this Loki, is that he's had no character development, because he was captured right after the events of the first Avengers movie, where he was at his peak piece of shitness. <laughs> uh, but it's okay, because they have a like montage movie of his eventual future. Mm-hmm. Like they show him what he would have done. Or what he will do if he hadn't uh, become cut, a var- yeah become a variant yeah and apparently that's enough to get Loki to feel yeah that's that's the Loki who's killed by Thanos and who you know goes through all of the Thor movies and everything that's the one that we learned to love over the years <laughs> uh, and then after watching a I'm assuming twenty minute movie <laughs> the <laughs> looks of it uh, he he decides I'm gonna be that guy now I'm gonna be good Loki. It was it was kind of weird. To be yeah, honest. it was it was like, well, we don't have time to uh, give him character growth, so we're just gonna <laughs> try to speed that up. Yeah, uh, it, it could have been worse, to be honest. It could have been better. It could have yeah, been worse. I mean, he did see his mom die, so yeah. that probably was a big hitter. And I think, yeah, during the scene where he was witnessing himself, I think the two two or three parts that really resonated with him and uh, I appreciated him resonating with was. Uh, you know, when he saw his mom die, he was very sad. And he also seemed to be really, like, interested in the fact that him and, and Thor had, like, a good relationship for a little bit there. Yeah, and, like, it what, Ragnarok? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, they, Thor, like, compliments him or, like, says, like, he's happy that they're... That they're working together. The, yeah. The... And, uh, yeah, I, remember, I remember specifically him, the scene, he was watching the scene... In Thor Ragnarok, where he's like coming out and twirling his little fucking knives around, looking like a hero, and he's like, "I could have been a hero." <laughs> uh, and then the the last scene that he gets a, a focus on is when uh, Thanos breaks his neck. I thought it was Odin. I thought it was when his dad told him he was proud of him. 
Oh, maybe so. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I know. I know he definitely you know, noticed Thor killing him, but uh, I think Thanos. Than Thor would never kill Loki. Thoranos. Thor <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Thoranos. <laughs> yeah, I think he definitely noticed that. But you're right. I think the one of the more impactful ones was his his dad saying nice things to him. Uh, yeah, he he speed runned through his character development, and then the the rest of the show starts, and he you know gets down to helping Owen Wilson, uh, but not for long because immediately he falls. Uh, in line with his weird evilness and decides to plot with his other self to take over the TVA or something. But none of that goes right. <laughs> and, and essentially, there's just shenanigans, there's time travel bullshit, there's weird romance between... Well, between Loki. And uh, it all culminates in the murder of a timeless man. Kang. Kang? Kang or Kane? Kang. Mm. Kang the Conqueror, who looks a lot less dumb than his comic book self, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's, that's the general gist of this whole show. Is that's the, There's punchy adventure, there's fun stuff. Uh, so, for me, uh, the parts of this show that really hit was uh, any time that Loki and Owen Wilson were just... I don't remember his name, his character's name. But any time that Loki and Owen Wilson were just hanging out and being kind of buddy cop, loved it. <laughs> so fucking good. Uh, what about you? Uh, yeah, I, I like those parts, but I, I think my favorite bits were in the at the end of time when everybody does get pruned, when Loki gets pruned. And he is transported to where everybody else <laughs> gets transported to when they are pruned. And it's some sort of wasteland at the end of time. Um, and there's just, is just Lokis basically. Like there's other variants obviously, but the main ones are Lokis because they kind of ram it into your head throughout the whole series that Lokis survive. Like, they yeah. might lose, but they survive. They um, they make it such a catchphrase mm -hmm. that near the end of the show, when they're like, ah, uh, I forgot what they called Kang. It was like the last man or something. Or it just, it 100% seemed like they were working up to whoever the person at the end of time was. The man at the end of time <laughs> or whatever. They were really making it seem like it was going to be Loki. The only person who survived this fucking long is yeah. that guy. One of him. But no, it was a different character, so I don't really get why that was such a theme. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I think that was my, my favorite part. Um, maybe not the favorite part, but I did enjoy very much when Loki met all of the other Lokis. Um, I thought some of them were super, super cool. Some were super lame. You know, obviously there's at one point an infinite amount of Lokis um, because of, there's an infinite amount of timelines. Um, so it, it was just cool to see. I mean, it, it's always cool to see like different versions of yourself or a different character, but I don't know. It was really fun. I like that a lot. Yeah. No, uh, the infinite Lokis was a highlight for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, little kid Loki was, you know, he's a, he's a little, little fun dude. And uh, apparently extremely efficient. Yeah, uh, when when he, Loki, 
the main Loki gets there. <laughs> Excuse me. He, uh, he's like, why do we have to follow this kid around? Like, why, why are we following his orders? And they're like, well, this is his planet. Like, this, this was his kingdom. And he's like, what are you talking about? And then little Thor, or little Loki, he's just like, I, I killed my brother. I killed Thor. Um, so this, you know, 12, 13-year-old Loki killed Thor <laughs> and became, you know, ruler. And they, they, the TVA was like, mm, no, that's not supposed to happen. Uh, prune this boy. <laughs> yeah, but he's a, he's a Loki who's actually one. So. Yeah. And the old man Loki was really cool. Uh-huh. Ugliest he, costume possible. Well, he seemed like a very, very classic, probably old comic Loki. 100%. Yeah. He has the dumbest costume. <laughs> yeah. There was a big burly Loki with a hammer. Not yeah. not Mjolnir, but uh, a hammer. Very reminiscent. <laughs> he was, very heavy hammer. It was very Thorky, if you will. Thorky? Yeah, Thor Loki. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know why you put the K in there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, there's a lot of fun little Lokis. Uh, and also, the, there's some neat interactions between them. Uh, because despite the fact that everyone's Loki, they're also very... Uh, their personalities are very shifted. Uh, Thor, Loki, is very bravado Loki. Mm-hmm. Mister, I am Mr. Thor, except whatever. Uh but without a doubt, the best Loki was Lacroix. Lacroix? Lacroix? Who? That's a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Crocodile Loki was the best Loki. Yes. Which everybody agreed um, in the show, and I'm assuming in real life. Um, what universe, what timeline is this? Is it a timeline where everything is an animal? So, <laughs> I don't know a whole lot about Marvel. But I know that there is a comic series in which Thor is a frog. Okay. Thorg. <laughs> and uh, there's two versions of this. One where Thor got turned into a frog. Mm-hmm. And one where a frog, just a regular frog, finds a chipped piece of Mjolnir, picks it up, because apparently he's worthy, this frog, and becomes Thor frog and saves the day. So maybe he's from one of those. Maybe. All I know is that's it's very dumb. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Crocodile Loki is uh, my personal favorite Loki. <laughs> he was fun. Uh, generally speaking, I I think this was a pretty fun show. I think it was very entertaining. I think the the fact that Loki, the, the main Loki that we watched... Just kind of got his character develop- development second hand mm-hmm. was weird, and it was a little. It made it seem like everything he was doing was kind of a lie, like he yeah. was just putting up an act. But near the end, at at the end, it seemed like he was he was definitely there. He was all in, and genuinely trying to be a good person, um, a good god. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Sylvie, who is the the Loki variant that um, the TVA. We're we're tracking and trying to to capture. Um, she wasn't bad. She was a cool character, I guess. But I didn't like the dynamic her and Loki had. I didn't like that they made him fall in love with her. Because like, not only is it him just as a lady, which I mean, is like if I, I don't know. I guess if I met you, Ollie, as a as a woman, 
Well, no, that would that I would have to meet myself. I would have to meet myself as a dude. Um, <laughs> it would be like, a, oh, you know, we have so much in common, so like something can form there, I guess. But it was just so on the nose, and like, of course, they would fall in love because Loki loves himself, and uh, she's oh, she got a vagina or something stupid like that. You know, it was just, <laughs> it was just you know, kind of predictable. And I was hoping they would just be bros, just be friends, you know? Or if he did have to have a love interest, heck, be just, yeah, be Mobius. Like, be, be someone else. <laughs> because it is in canon that he's not straight. He is bisexual, I'm pretty sure is what it says. Um, so, like, he comes out as bisexual and he, you know has all these opportunities for other love interests and he picks himself. lady himself. Yeah. Like, I guess it's inevitable because he loves himself that much, but it's it's still yeah, but part boring. Of, part of the show is, you know, to, to have a, a new character development uh, chain for this character, to, to have him get back to where we, we saw him at the end of all of the movies... Uh, they could have used friendship for that. They didn't have to use romantic love. I, I know, and I, I agree. That's what I'm saying, is that, that it's it's just weird because, like, part of his problem is that he is extremely narcissistic. And what's more narcissistic than literally falling in love with yourself? I know, and that's what they say in the in the show, too. Like, there's multiple characters who are like, oh, my God. Of course, <laughs> of you, course you are. But it didn't seem I don't bad. know. It was still, it was still, I don't know. A, kind of like a, a little bit of a letdown, yeah. which I mean, I guess in some ways Loki is a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> I guess in that way it is thematic. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's, it stays the course, I guess. But uh, it's also weird to see uh, Tom Hiddleston, yeah, doing uh, a, a fair bit of like action scenes because mm-hmm. aside from a, f- a few here and there with uh, with the Avengers movie or whatever. He didn't really do a whole lot of action action. Yeah. And uh, and this one they tried to do that more. And I guess it just, it's weird to see. It was yeah. surprising. And he didn't, he didn't have his Loki uniform on. He had uh, slacks and a white shirt with a tie. Yeah. Like he, he was looking like a grimy businessman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, he, it was shown that he can make things he can conjure yeah he could he could have changed his outfit if he wanted yeah his his clothes were 100 percent magic because he ruined his clothes and then cleaned himself up mm-hmm. he could have changed his clothes he wanted to look that way also if his clothes are magic and he can change them anytime he wants is he always naked and it's just an illusion or is he conjure conjure the clothes i feel like they're they're there like he actually has clothes on because I also kind of like the idea of him always being naked, but always just making an illusion. <laughs> uh, but whatever, headcanons. Ooh, um, this is a little off subject, but um, speaking of naked, there is a, uh, a, a lake in Michigan called Crystal Lake. And it's like super, you know, it, it's crystal clear, like it's beautiful. Um, and I looked it up because I thought maybe we could go there someday. Um, and they have a list of events because you have to like pay a fee to get in because it's a really nice lake and they want to keep it clean and nice. Um, they have a list of events and later this month, I believe, or next month, 
they have a wandering naturalists event. Um, right. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you if you want to get Nikki in Michigan and watch the walk around and do a swim, that's where you go. <laughs> I just thought it was very interesting because I've never, like, I I I know uh, nudists exist, but you don't really see the, those communities around, you know. The, yeah. the naturalist communities, especially in Michigan, is, is more of like a, you know, California, Florida sort of thing. Like, I wouldn't assume there'd be naturalists in Michigan. But, I mean, I don't know everybody in Michigan, so it is a thing. It's just strange to me because it gets very cold here. Hey, they're summertime naturalists. It's all right. <laughs> uh, well, that is actually pretty neat. Uh, Want to go? No. Yeah, no, I neither. do not. No, I do not. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> that would feel so uncomfortable. Not just because I myself was naked in front of a bunch of people I don't know, um, but because I would be, I'd be so awkward. Like I would, somebody would try to talk to me and I would try so hard to look them in the eyes, but I would end up looking them in the balls and then <laughs> it would, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. Um... And not because I was like, oh, you know, everybody's naked, but because I'd be like, oh my god, everybody's naked. What do I do? Sort of thing. Um, so Loki. So Loki <laughs> actually wears clothes though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I just wanted to bring that up because it's weird. It it doesn't have to look like that. Yeah. Weird office man. <laughs> it does. And uh, in the end, when Sylvie makes a decision. To kill Kane the Conqueror. Um, I understand her decision. But it's dumb. I did not like it. I thought, like, it, it makes sense in terms of the movie or the show and having a second season. But, I mean, come on. She, I understand she was th- went through all of this stuff and got pruned and everything. But, I don't know. I just felt like. I guess I guess it, it it's the point to feel like betrayed and like double crossed or whatever, but it was very upsetting. Yeah, yeah, it was honestly the, the script wise, uh, storyboard wise, it was an incredibly weird plot. Yeah, um, cause like it makes it seem like she has feelings for Loki, and then. She betrays him, which I mean is a low key thing to do, but yeah, well, well, yeah, that I think that was the point of her betrayal. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's strange because so much of this show revolves around the idea that time is just kind of weird and you can pop in and out and whatever mm-hmm. else. And she's been on the run for like twenty years, yeah, since she was a little girl, and it makes sense that her character, you know, when she's finally up against her final goal will just do whatever it is that she was going to do from the first place. Uh, it makes enough sense. But you would have hoped she would have had enough character growth. That's a th- Yeah, that's the thing, because it's all about Loki's character growth, but they only grow one Loki. Mm-hmm. That was weird. They only... <laughs> <laughs> they do only grow one Loki. Yeah. She, Sylvie, Sylvie doesn't really grow as a, as a character, and maybe that's, you know, going to happen next season. Um, I would hope so, when she realizes she made a terrible, awful 
mistake. Um, but yeah, I, I suppose that that is another thing. Like they might it might be written with the intent of here's a character doing bad, mm-hmm. so that later on they can do good. Well, they make it seem like she's having character growth at least a little bit, and then suddenly it's like wiped away and gone. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is sort of what they did to the other Loki at the beginning of the show, <laughs> yeah. or the opposite, I guess. That's true. Uh, it, yeah, they, they did a lot to to the characters' development back and forth, and it, I think for all all in all, I enjoyed it. I think it was an interesting way to play with the characters. Uh, do I think they could have done better? One hundred percent. But uh, I, I don't think you shouldn't watch it. I, if you have the chance... Yeah, it was still good. We're just complaining a little. <laughs> yeah. If you have Disney Plus or if you're stealing it from somebody, definitely give Loki a watch. Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, it's fun. It's really good. It's it's Loki. It's going to be fun. Um, it's Owen Wilson. It's going to be fun. <laughs> um, there's shenanigans, time travel shenanigans in it. It's, it's great. It's a great time. It's a, it's a show you can watch in a weekend. Um, you can turn it on in the background it's fun. It's just, you know, like everything else, it's not perfect. Right. Uh, so I wanted to, I just wanted to mention one thing. <laughs> uh, one of my least enjoyed scenes, personally. I just wanted to mention that there's a scene where at the end of, like, episode three or whatever, they just straight up seemingly kill, because before this, we just think that pruning is murder. Yeah. They they prune, they kill Owen Wilson and Loki with no fanfare whatsoever. It just no. happens. And at first, they got me. I was like, what the fuck? Why, why would they do that? Why would they kill one, Owen Wilson? Why would they do that? Yeah. And two, they brought this Loki back with all this complicated time bullshit just to kill him? Yeah. Uh, and I was, I, I was, I was surprised and I was, uh, they took me for what they wanted. They knew exactly what their reaction they were going to get. But within the next day, once that like, ah, oh, oh my gosh, passed, I immediately realized there's, there, it's time travel. There's no way they're actually dead. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the thing with this show is that that was a scene that annoyed the heck out of me. Cause like, what, why would they do that? But because this entire show is predicated on time travel, nothing really feels like it matters yeah and that's that's until the very end (laughs) until the the very very end end, the last episode which i guess is what i disliked about it the most time travel is hard time travel is a difficult uh trope to deal with Mm -hmm. and uh i i think they've done better than other people i think they did better than the avengers movie i'm not a real big fan of the time travel nonsense they did to be honest but uh it just makes it hard to care yeah, I mean, because you can just rewind time or go back and fix it. Mm-hmm. All in all, still uh, still better than Batman vs. Superman, so that's nice. All right, that, that's all I got. Yeah. You ready to say goodbye? Um, I'm ready to say goodbye. This is the end. <laughs> goodbye, Hold you nerds. your loved ones close. <laughs> tell your mom you love her. Or if you don't, I mean, tell her you don't. <laughs> Yeah, if you have a bad relationship with your mom, go call her up and be like, hey, mom, I don't love you. Tell her, hey, this is the end. You suck. (laughs) Yeah, really just make her day that much worse. Oh, God, what are we saying? Goodbye. Bye.